Hey guys, welcome back to a new episode, a new week. Um, I feel like last episode, like last week, I really talked a lot about just like things that are new in my life and maybe shifts I'm going through. I have been reflecting on summer quite a bit and just like this summer, there was a lot of new that happened in my life. I graduated, I got married. I feel like I have really developed this like core group of friends that I can really be myself with and curating this group that really accepts me and they're just amazing like they're people they're the type of friends that I've wanted in my life for a long time and now that I have them I feel really grateful they all came out for my birthday last weekend and it was nice to just be around everyone that I love and be able to just spend that time with them and I forgot it was even my birthday because that's not what that was necessarily about like yes it was fun to have everyone out for my birthday but it was more so just an excuse to get everyone that I love in the same room And I feel like I've gone through changes in my physical health. Um, And part of that is going off of medication like entirely. I started Lexapro for anxiety about a year and a half ago when I was kind of in the middle of grad school. I was just dealing with a lot of stress starting my internship. And so I decided to go on that for a little bit just to kind of level out and feel normal again in a way. And it was something that I never plan on being on for a long period of time just because I want to be as natural as possible like in my body so I have been off of that for probably two weeks now and thankfully it has gone really well I kind of like tapered the amount that I was taking so it wasn't like this drastic change but I haven't experienced any like negative side effects from that which has been great and then I it's so funny I on my last episode talked about how I am like I have my aura ring and I use that to track my cycle naturally and it technically is like a form of birth control but like you know it's not going to prevent pregnancy as like normal hormonal birth control or other forms of do and my grandma called me and she listens to every podcast and she's going to listen to this too and she was like yeah so we're probably expecting another baby here soon and I love her to death but if you got that from the episode, like that is Tanner and I are definitely like not wanting kids for probably five years. And I think, you know, you get married and like we're still young. I'm 24, he's 26. And you get asked a lot after you get married or like when you get engaged of like, when are you going to have kids? When are you going to have kids? And it's like overwhelming because there's people who keep asking you or there's people who are like, oh, you're not going to wait that long or I bet you're going to have kids in the next year. And It kind of bothers me because like I don't know if I'm going to be able to have kids and like I know a lot of people struggle with trying or have miscarriages and have trouble conceiving and I think it's just like a topic that's talked about and thrown around a lot without people really realizing that it can be a very vulnerable and emotional topic to discuss. So I know people are saying it and they come from like a loving place but that's just kind of what I've struggled with and I've noticed for sure. But I am off of Lexapro, off of hormonal birth control, tracking it regularly and naturally. And I've just felt like a lot better in my body. I, you know, along with that, my diet's a big part and making my own like juices at home. And it's just been really helpful because how I take care of my body affects my mental health so much. So I've made that like a priority this summer of, yes, I'll have weeks where I'm feeling, you know, not great and like I'll eat bad or I won't work out as much as I wish but I think at the end of the day like just finding a routine that works for you in like your life and with physical and mental health has been 
huge. And like a big part of mental health that I focused on this summer too is like, I'm always waiting for, okay, what's next? Or like something to look forward to. And I'll be at home and I'll have days where, you know, I'm working from home and I'll have time that I can just go do something or have days off and really like taking advantage of the time that I do have, filling my time with things that I love. Like this weekend, Tanner's hanging out with the dogs and I was like, you know what? I could sit at home and just hang out, but I really want to go to the lake and just like enjoy the summer and the weather that we have left just because everyone's talking about fall. And while I am excited for fall, I'm also trying to like enjoy the season that we're in right now. And I used to fill my head with a lot of things that I thought would bring me fulfillment and made me feel like empty because I was just so busy and they weren't things that kept me fulfilled. I think a lot of people will look at things that I'm doing and, you know, think, oh, that's you must be busy and stressed. And I think that used to be the case. And now that I fill my time with things that fill my cup, I've noticed such a shift because I'm working on stuff for Create Light that I love and that absolutely drives me. Like the gala is focused on suicide prevention and being able to work with artists and be in an environment that fuels that passion and drive in me is huge. And this podcast. It's something that I just really enjoy doing and it's been a fun hobby and it's also been fun to just be able to like share a little more about my life and about things that I've learned in relationships and friendships and with my mental health and physical health journey. And I went to a yoga studio today to interview for like it was an informal interview, but basically talked to this yoga studio about potentially being a teacher there. And when I walked in immediately, it just felt like the right fit for me. And I remember last week I had talked about like not staying in environments just because you're comfortable. Because like when you push past the comfort and move into that space of discomfort is where you grow the most and where you feel the most pushed in moving forward. And I felt that today. And I remember we were talking and I had mentioned that. I was like, yeah, I could have stayed at this place where I felt comfortable, but it didn't necessarily like align with my goals as a teacher. Or I can step into this unknown, into this discomfort, and the possibilities are bigger than I could have ever imagined. And that just is something that excites me. And of course, my work, like being a therapist, and I finally found the populations I want to work with and focus on, and that drives me every day. So I think like, yes, being busy is good and having a routine is good, but making sure you're like filling it with things that actually drive you and motivate you, I challenge you to like push yourself and go into that discomfort and go out of your comfort zone to like discover what more is out there and what the endless possibilities are. And yeah, that kind of sounds cheesy saying it out loud, but I think for the longest time I had it in my mind that I wanted to be a yoga teacher. It wasn't until the opportunity was literally handed to me because I walked through the doors of this one yoga studio and we happened to start talking about it. But I don't think at that point in my life, I would have gone out of my way to search for it. I thought about it and I thought about it and I kept pushing it off. But going through that experience and going through training changed my life. And I really don't know like how different my life would be if I hadn't done that or if I hadn't moved away from home to go to school. If, you know, I hadn't taken a job that had a lot of unknowns. And I think that too is finding my career. Like I had all of these things that seemed nice because I knew I would be successful. And, you know, how can you not be happy if you're not successful? But I remember going, you know, through all of the motions and being in school and doing these jobs and just not feeling 
lit up in life. And I was talking to one of my friends the other day and they asked, like, I don't remember how you started, like how you even decided you wanted to be a therapist. And it was something that looking back was right in front of me, like right in front of my face. But I was looking for the wrong things in a career. I was looking for success. I was looking for what I could make the most money in and have the most status in. And I wasn't looking for the things that actually drove me in life, like things that I woke up every day and didn't feel like it was just work or, you know, things that I didn't look forward to. Like work doesn't feel like work. And yes, it's work. It sometimes, you know, the progress notes, they feel like work. But the day-to-day stuff of like, sitting with people in a room while you're watching a client go through breakthroughs and experience that transition in their life. And that's what I was missing. And I'm not saying you need to go to be a therapist to experience this. Like everyone has their own things that drive them in life and their own motivations. And I think just it comes down to your values of what do you value? What's going to fill your cup? Because if you're chasing after money or success, you're probably never going to feel fulfilled because You need to first look at what in life is going to motivate you to get up every day and to show up and to put your whole heart into something. And I had my informal interview at the yoga studio today and I was talking to my husband about that because I think it's just easy to show up and do the job and leave. But it was two or three classes in, I was showing up and doing it and I was not feeling connected to the students because I wasn't feeling connected to what I was even teaching because it you know, it just didn't feel like the right place for me. And I was like, why am I like staying in this and doing it if I'm not feeling any fulfillment? And I think people do that. Like they just get stuck in this routine, this day to day. And yeah, something's got to pay the bills. You've got to go to work. But if you have the chance to really find your passion and sit with it and think about it, I think you're just going to be surprised. I don't know. There's just, there's more to life than success and money. And thinking about how I decided I wanted to be a therapist was such a, I mean, it was the span of years and years that I think it just built for me. I went to therapy for the first time in 2018. And, you know, before that, years and years before that, I was struggling with my, my mental health. Other people around me were struggling with their mental health. And I remember I experienced probably a few months before I started going to therapy, I was experiencing a lot of mental breakdowns to the point where I literally thought I was going crazy. And looking back, I know exactly what was happening. It was years and years of suppression of my emotions because I didn't feel like I could share those in the environments that I was in before. And everything was coming out. My life was like fine at the time. It was good. Um, I just met a boyfriend that felt really healthy and stable. My family was pretty good. And out of nowhere, my body was just flooded with all of these emotions. And if you've ever read The Body Keeps the Score, it talks about that. It talks about how your memory has this way of blocking things out and helping you forget and suppressing all these emotions that your body remembers. And so things that I had forgotten or wanted to forget or not, the things that I didn't want to process, my body held on to. So it got to a point where I was just, I wasn't processing my emotions. I wasn't healing. And it all just flooded out at once. And through months and months of therapy, that's what I learned was there were so many experiences from a young age that I had just kind of either blocked out or didn't process or didn't realize like the magnitude to which they would affect me in the future. And when I started to realize that and process those emotions and when I really started to heal, 
I felt this transformation. And I remember kind of getting to that place of just feeling so much better. And I was just fascinated by therapy because I had seen how much it had worked in my life. And I was like, holy shit, like this is insane. And I had considered forensic psychology because I was interested. I just remember since high school, I've just been fascinated with how the brain works. And I think I got it in my head at going to college, like, oh, I want to be a doctor. Like I should just major in biology. That didn't last long because literally a semester later, I switched to psychology. I really wanted to focus on the brain, how it worked. I interned in a lab studying like children's behaviors and I was just fascinated by it. And so I went to one of my last sessions with this therapist and I remember there wasn't anything that week that I really felt like I needed to talk about or work through. Like I was at a really good point. And the session kind of for a lot of that time, I was asking her about her job. And I remember it just lit me up like something inside because for years I struggled with my mental health. Other people around me had struggled and I felt so helpless because I couldn't help myself, let alone the people around me. And I wanted to learn how to be able to do that for other people, like complete strangers. And I think it takes a certain person to like have the motivation to help other people. But I think that comes from like knowing what that feels like to struggle yourself. And so I left that session and I had tears in my eyes. And I remember calling my boyfriend, who is now my husband at the time. And I, and it's going to like make me emotional right now, but I was like, I know exactly what I want to do with my life. And from then on, I haven't wavered. And I think like that has just built my life. Like it's built my passion to start really taking yoga instructing seriously because connecting the mind and body for me is huge and using mindfulness in my practice with clients is huge because a lot of things before you process it fully it's showing up in your body so let's start with that let's start with that approach of feeling it in your body and then being able to process those emotions and those thoughts and that has led to like I started create light in college and that I'm still running today with this podcast and events that I'm working on. And I think just when you find those things in life, it has, I think, indirectly impacted my mental health in such a positive way. Because I realized like the things that I thought were important before aren't important now. And I'm finally feeling the effects of not worrying about what other people around me are thinking or want me to do or you know, what opinions they're going to have and like just worrying about what it feels like for me because it's my experience. It's my life. I'm going to have to live with it forever. And I think that's the thing you do for your job, right? That fill you up. But like, what do you do outside of your job? And for me, that's been yoga, but my new hobby and Tanner loves it, but it's cooking. And I don't know, like it's kind of what I would like to call it's been a wholesome summer like just a lot of cooking and staying home and nice quiet lake days and being with my friends. And that's really been kind of the theme for the summer. Because I think in past summers, it used to be like, go, 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 doing everything all the time. And I still like to be busy. I still like to have things to do. But now I'm moving into like, okay, this next season of life. And I know it's crazy to think about like we're moving into fall next month. But what I've thought a lot about and what my clients have thought a lot about too is how do we maintain this balance and have routine in the fall? Because I have a lot of clients right now who are like swamped 
during the summer and then the fall comes and the winter comes and it's kind of like everything slows down. And I really liked just maintaining that balance and routine through the summer. You know, I've talked about this a lot in the past, but I'm not like a partier. I don't really like to go out like cooking at home, staying at home, having wine nights with my friends, like that stuff that fills my cup. And if going out and doing those things for you is something that fills your cup, that's awesome. But still, how can you maintain that balance and a routine doing that? It's probably not sustainable to go out every night of every day. Like that can impact your mental health. It's impacted mine. But how can you find balance with like your family and your friends? And I think that's been something that's been the most difficult because I have a tendency to like in the winter kind of just stay at home. I don't want to hang out with friends. I don't want to go out and do things. I make plans and I'm like, why did I say yes? But the things that I say yes to now are the things that I genuinely want to do and the things that I'm like looking forward to doing versus just saying yes and kind of being a yes man and then feeling stuck in all of these plans. And I think too, that comes back to setting boundaries with people and like also aligning with people who like to do the same things as you. Like a lot of my friends are like, yeah, I'd prefer to stay in. And surrounding yourself and putting yourself in an environment where your values and what you like to do kind of align. So it doesn't feel like this constant push and pull of boundaries and expectations that are set but never met. And like I said earlier, like the main thing when I reflect back on this summer is I think there have been times where I get a little ahead of myself and I'm like, oh, I'm so excited for this or I'm so excited for this in the fall. And it's awesome to have things to look forward to. And I tell my clients, it's not bad thinking about the future when you're just looking forward to things and really excited for them. I think it can be problematic when you're looking forward to things because you're kind of over the present moment and you just kind of want to skip to like that song comes to my mind. Like, can we skip to the good part? Like, I think we have tendencies to do that. But a big thing for me is finding what is going to fill me up and make me happy and what I'm going to enjoy in this present moment because we're never going to get this moment back. And whether that's being alone or being intentional with my time with friends, like, our minds really get stuck in the past or get stuck in the future. And I think what I just keep having to come back to this summer is like, okay, but it's a beautiful day outside and there's things that I can do. Like, what can I enjoy right now? Like, you can reflect on the summer and the things that you're excited for for the fall, but also like kind of think about goals that you have for the fall. Like, what do I want my routine to look like? What do I want my day-to-day to look like? And set those goals for yourself because I think it is really helpful when transitioning into the next season of life. I know a lot of people are sad for summer to end. I'm sad for summer to end. But remembering all the good that came from summer and remembering and thinking about all the good that fall is going to bring and thinking to how can I maintain balance in all areas of my life, whether that's mental health, physical health, emotional health, friends, family, whatever it may be. And I know summer's not done just yet. I've kind of just been reflecting back on previous months and it's just something that I usually do kind of when summer's coming to a close and fall is starting. And I think that may have been a habit of like summer's ending and fall's starting and that means school's starting again and this is the first year where that's not the case. I think my life will stay pretty steady, but I think it's just even more important when you are in school to think of maintaining that balance just so you can maintain a healthy state for your mental health. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode and I hope you will tune in to the next episode next Friday.